And welcome back uh, to part three of this uh, multiple part uh, wrap up episode of the year that was uh, 2021. I'm Tony Lightfoot and uh, being joined here once again by Alicia Bagnale. Ciao a tutti. And uh, Vincent Stadovar. Bonjour à tous. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. And uh, don't ask me German. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to learn German, okay, okay. Maybe maybe I can conjure up something before the end of this uh, of this series. But anyways, okay. So uh, we've done several events, you know, probably more events than we've done an entire season of by this time. You know, in previous seasons we did like about four or five, maybe six events total. We're already at five, you know, and when we did we did twenty nineteen with it six events. In 2020, we did six events, and this year we did 13, so we actually doubled up. All right. Which is a good number. Yes. It Not a particularly lucky number, but there you go. Yeah, well, it can be. <laughs> or some people can be. All right, then. Now we come into the historical part of the, of the whole webcasting deal. I mean, the next three events, Hilltop, U17, U21, and Malibu, we'll cover in this episode. So, Hilltop... Makes me tired just just you mentioning those names again. <laughs> yes, indeed. So Hilltop, uh, Northwest uh, United States, Arlington in Washington State. You weren't a part of that deal, well, although you, though you got all the equipment and everything uh, part, partitioned so it can go on the plane and everything, so everything was good there. And you kind of had to separate from the crew because you had the trailer and you were going to go all the way to the Florida Panhandle to get prepared from for the Chicago, U-17, yeah. from Chicago for the U-17 and U-21. Me, on the other hand, flies to the Northwest and I'll join up with, uh, with John. Uh, John's flying with me. Uh, Trey, uh, uh, one of our newer members, is, is flying as well. And Alicia Bagnoli, uh, emerging from, from the Italian countryside, heads on over well via florida anyway i'm sure and, and, and we, we don't want to mention that too much but eventually you you made it to seattle picked you up from the airport and everything you know and uh, and it turned out to be a, an it turned out to be a nice trip uh that i seriously desperately needed uh you know with with uh, with with getting the equipment there and having a, a couple of days off uh, before we actually did the event because you know for my part and maybe self-aggratiating but one of, one of my true loves is actually aviation. I mean, and I got to see the Boeing factory and everything. And uh, John got to, went up, went up to Mount Baker, you know, and breathing all that crisp, fresh air. And then after all of that, I pick up a leche from the airport and then we all get to work. Yeah, exactly. So um, actually me, I was still in Italy while the U.S. National happened. And I flew back to Florida um, just a couple of days before going to... Uh, the Hilltop Tournament, and Vince arranged everything, and um, basically the deal was that we had to split the webcast, and me with Tony and other other uh, other people had to go to Seattle and do basically run the webcast there, while Vince and other crew members uh, were going to Santa Rosa Beach to get ready for the Under 17 and 21 Worlds. So um, it was I was very nervous. On top of the fact that you're skiing in the hilltop. Oh, yeah, but that was like literally Ah. the last of my thought. (laughs) I was very nervous because, um, as many people know, I help out the crew, Vince and everyone, um, 
but I don't really know much about, uh, you know, webcasts or cables or technology in general. Um, so that's this... where we come in. Yeah, oh, exactly. She knows more by now than she thinks she knows. Yeah, I mean, I'm understanding a little bit, but uh basically vince called me one day and he was like okay now we're gonna take an hour and we're gonna i'm gonna explain you exactly um what you're gonna do and then of course tony john and the rest of the crew was gonna help me because sounds like the instructions a over a phone for disarming a bomb or something like that i know but like at the end it was like visually it was wire. also helping me a lot so it was just you know like explaining what to do on the computer and in general um just remind me how to really run a web because i knew I knew myself because I always see Vince doing it, new Tony doing it. Um, but you know, it was, I'm not saying just me, but I was like me behind the computer and Vince was not going to be there. So I was uh, definitely more nervous about it, but yeah, I got to Seattle and then new Tony picked me up and then we went straight to the hotel. And the next day we were, I think you guys started already to set up the site. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We'd already gotten a lot of the, uh, the, exactly. the, uh, the, the grunt work done and everything like that. So with the cameras, and... which yeah, basically, um, half or three quarter of the set setup was done. And when I got there, I just helped out setting up the last few things and get ready for the next day, which was the turn on state. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And the challenging thing, probably the one, one above all challenging thing about Hilltop was the internet connectivity. And we use a device that's only typically used in electronic news gathering uh, at Hilltop. It's basically called a live view box and it's, it's, it's quite expensive to say the least to actually purchase or actually to rent or to lease. If, if, you've, ever, if you've ever seen a local webcast uh, a local newscast in wherever community that you're uh, viewing from in the United States and you see so many commercials in like half an hour's worth of news content. The reason why they have that many commercials is to play for live view because they use that for all their live shots now. And uh, and thankfully, we get we get some real good support at Hilltop uh, to to make that happen and, uh, and give give people a, a webcast that's viewer, viewable in in uh, in high quality, uh, high definition, you know? Yeah, at the end, um, uh, internet, it's always the most important thing during a webcast and luckily played out well. Uh, you guys all know about um, this uh, live view. Um, it, it was a little bit of a, you know, hard thing to like set it up. At the same time, in a, like in a webcast, nothing works at the same, either at the first time. Mm -hmm. So um, it took a little bit of time, but then uh, you guys switched some cables up and everything uh, worked out really well. Mm -hmm. what, um, what I noticed this year is we're much, much better at dealing with problems during the setup. I remember last year, I mean, still as of last year, we would set up and then one thing would not work and we would all freak out. Now, sometimes we do set up, 80% doesn't work and we're like, yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. fix it. Well, now you learn that like sometimes, most of the time, it's just like oh, maybe uh, switch out the cable, just plug it. Uh, yeah, it's never plug and, and play. Yeah, I mean, as you know, it's never plug and play. No, it's never turnkey. I mean, it's it's like a slalom ski. It's exactly like a ski with a slalom ski. It's ne never works. It's just how much can you limit the damage, basically. Mm -hmm. And so the event uh, went off without a hitch. You know, we, we had uh, we've had had some had some great skiing. Jamie Ball came through with with her top score. Uh, I'm just trying to Nate. think. Nate Smith uh, came through with one of running his 41s. Uh, running forty ones. You know, and like there there is no other person that I can think of that cares more for his grass at Hilltop 
than 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 Mr. Skoog himself. You know, I mean, uh, I learned also that uh, Corey Pick is pretty picky with his grass as well. But I mean, Gordon, next Gordon. level. Yeah, ne- next level. And I mean, the site's beautiful. I mean, the the water is absolutely crystal clear. You can see all the way down to the bottom. It's uh, And there's a reason why it's called Hilltop, because it's on top of a hill surrounded by trees. And I mean, if a wind does blow, it still get, it still stays very, very calm up there in Liche. Yeah, I mean, the site was beautiful. The water was beautiful, a little chilly for me, but I just put on the wetsuit and it was a good good. And the grass, I mean, it's perfect for a reason. Like, you really like to take care of the grass, um, I remember that we were rolling some cases uh, to bring it kind of to the shore. And we were like, oh, we need to lift it because we can't really ruin the grass. So that was like part of the deal. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was fun. Yeah, indeed. And the hotel we had was nice there. It was just recently built. It was built. beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful hotel. It was a good choice to uh, to go with uh, La Quinta. You know, big shout out to those folks in Arlington. Well, for, for once that we had a good hotel, I missed on it. <laughs> I felt bad. Darn it. You know, one, uh, as as we go in as we go into the next tournament, uh, we uh, on the last day of Hilltop was actually coincides with the first day of the U seventeen World. So this is quite significant for us because we have two live webcasts going on the same day with two with two premiere events. The only thing I remember on my side it was that Vince uh, called me in the morning was like. Okay, I know today we're going to run two webcasts at the same time in two different places, but I'm going to make sure that I have my phone right next to me all the time. If you have any problem, just call me at the moment. And it was just so funny because, like, I mean, running a webcast is very, it can be very overwhelming. Um, But I also know that he has way more experience than I do. So in case I had a problem, of course I called him because, well, he had time to, he had time for me to, to make sure that everything was running well. That was... That was funny. What a nice chap I am. <laughs> yes, you're just you're just technical support to the extreme. <laughs> but the other funny thing is that we would watch each other's webcast from a phone. Literally, it was like Vince had his phone open up to um, in uh, Santa Rosa Beach, and he was watching our webcast at Hilton. And so, like, sometimes he would come and like, "Hey, why you don't see that many like result pages?" I was like, "Just do your own webcast, you know." Yes, and why didn't you cut to that skier at that time? Exactly. <laughs> but there you go. Any, anyway, so I mean, no, was it was, was actually pretty nice to have um, two webcasts across the U.S. at the same time. It shows that we kind of came a long way. I remember the first day of Hilltop, we were still doing setup for for um, for the under seventeen world. I was with Kelvin down there and with Ricky. But we had the site 99% set up to, to make sure that basically on Saturday we could just watch Hilltop and, 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 and be available for, for whoever needed whatever at Hilltop. But, uh, I mean, yeah, they, 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 they pulled it through. You pulled it through. Yeah. Which, um, which, which I was sure. And, and the contrasts were, uh, were quite something. On Sunday, I mean, we're absolutely burning in sunshine state and you guys were yeah. freezing yeah in the in the in the fog in uh in seattle yeah. i was uh yeah but it but it was a, but you know i mean it was a little bit cold but then again you know it was a bit of a relief you know you know to to yeah. do all that it was to just do. two extremes there was no really in the middle we had a lot of heat this year and if you think about it most of the events we went to geez yeah it was it was it, geez, was, pretty it was super hot so uh hilltop Hilltop was completed, mission accomplished there. Then we flew down uh, 
me and Lee J, John, and I believe Trey, or, or, I think or Adam was there as well. and and all, and Adam was there as well. So we all uh, we all rendezvoused uh, at the tail end of the qualification rounds of the U seventeen Worlds on the Monday. You know, but I mean, just because the timing of the flights meant that I couldn't get in like early Monday morning. I was we were kind of hoping for like a red eye flight, you know, on Sunday, but it didn't quite happen. But we got everything situated, all of the equipment, you know. I, I think Lelice did her uh, her best impression of uh, of Vincent, you know, uh, on on the side of the the plane, making sure that all the crates are in and all that kind of stuff, you know. So she did her very best uh, there as well. And we got I'm not sure bags. I would have really stopped a plane for that, but I definitely checked the bags. Well, good, good thing for you, my my bags made it. <laughs> <laughs> all right then. So we arrived back at San at Santa Rosa Beach. Uh, where did we Where did we go through from from Seattle to to somewhere else didn't we i think houston. yeah i believe seattle and houston houston fort fort walton fort walton beach you know and uh, my car united. was yeah on united my car was waiting there for me you know we're still waiting on a sponsorship united in case yeah <laughs> oh or some other similar airline that can guarantee yeah, we'll, that our we'll, bag, we'll, bag gets we'll there. take delta also we'll take lufthansa whatever as long as you load my bags, it's, it's fine. And they get there. All right, then. So, Santa Rosa Beach, U-17 Worlds, U-21 Worlds, uh, really? because the U-17 Worlds were actually supposed to be the previous year, but because of COVID, they had to shift the event over to, to, to be this year, and they combined it with the U-21 Worlds, which both of them being taking place at uh, the, uh, Corey Picos's place, I uh, know, was was actually a masterstroke, really, because, I mean, the event really, really went off, you know, very, very well indeed. Yeah, that's uh, that was one. Uh, we had a lot of great events this year, but that was a very, very nice one. It was uh, the fact that the event was already eight days. I mean, we really set ground uh, at Picos. We were there for about 15 days, I believe, total. Um, we were welcome. Very, very nice. The whole Picos family took great care of us. The lakes were perfect. The tournaments ran smooth. It was uh, was a nice vibe. Surrounded by it was nice to be uh, surrounded by international people again since COVID, and 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 obviously um, a lot of young athletes being under 17 and under 21 was a very nice vibe. Yes, indeed. Very party-ish and, and, and all cheering for each other. It was nice. Oh, absolutely. It was like akin to the collegiate nationals, you know, that that I'll mention just a little bit later on because it does involve more of you, Alijay. But uh, but anyway, uh, great event, good vibe, you know, uh, some standout performances. I mean, the, um, Kennedy Hansen, the Jaramillos. winning everything. And... They're actually not that bad on the mic either, because one or two of them actually assisted me in the co-announcers role. Every day I discover another Ryan Melios. I thought they were two, and then they're three, and then they're four. I'm still probably missing a couple. Maybe. <laughs> I know. I mean, it, I mean, it was it was a great event uh, from from start from start to finish. You know, there was some good skiing. Jamie Ball, uh, last season of eligibility in the U21s, are coming through with the win there. Uh, Brooke Baldwin winning the overall in the U21 women's. Uh, some some of the ones that immediately spring to mind, if I don't mention. Set up uh, overall record. Yeah, set up. Uh, yeah, I yeah, mean. she set up an over, uh, the overall, set the overall world record that is actually still pending because uh, I remember because we, we talked about it um, yeah. in Miami. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. 
but there you go. They're working on it, which also uh, almost forgot. Also, a little bit of a weather hiccup there. They had to wrap the tournament earlier because of the hurricane that was coming. Oh in. yeah, Hurricane Ida. Yeah, you stayed stuck at Corey for another like one or two days. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because the uh, the hurricane was bearing in on Baton Rouge, which is where yeah, we I wrapped live. the event day seven instead of day eight, which also required us running a last moment to Lake Webcast. That again was a leap on its on yeah. its own. And a bit, and a big shout out has to go to Nikki Lee because she was the one that that made the decision that said, "Okay, we're going to accelerate the schedule. We're going to end a day early, and uh, so that y'all can go home to your families, you know, when they yeah, get I, they get out of there. Because if the if the hurricane tracked any and a few degrees to the east, it would have bore down upon Pensacola or Santa Rosa Beach and all those places. Hats off to her because actually, yeah, when when we drove off on Sunday, which was going to be final day, I mean, it was unskiable. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she, yeah, she did pre- a bit cold. Yeah, it was pretty pretty darn windy there, you know. So uh, so yeah, I did stay a, a few days afterwards uh, to make sure that. Uh, well, when I got home, I had power, you know, which uh, you know you kind of need in South Louisiana to run air conditioning and refrigerators and all that kind so, of yeah, stuff. I mean, now looking back at it, one of August was like some twenty eight days on the road, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty intense too, uh, to say to say the least. And you know, but. There were still many many events to come, you know. And we had a little bit of a break after the U21s. Yeah, and three then... weeks, yeah, before the Malibu Open, which yeah. was our third time there. Mm-hmm. Great event put on by Malibu Boat. Um, Jerry, Regina, and Leonard are, are kind of a part of the crew. Adam Caldwell is, is helping out. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very nice. Uh, again, a little uh, cable cam hiccup there. But uh, yeah, overall was... Uh, Overall, was a was a nice event. Nate yeah. took the win. Mm-hmm. Adam Caldwell, season's best with four, four, threw himself onto five. Yeah, and he won the five. skier of the day honors, of course. One skier of the day, you know. And and then you had the four women, of course, like the the group the group of four who became Whitney you know, won. Yeah, Whitney uh, won. Regina, Whitney, Jamie, and Mano. Yeah, uh, all, all of them, women. all of them getting into forty-one off, which is remarkable, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Best nice no. performance, and yeah. then Whitney ended up winning, and then I believe Jamie. I think it second. was one of the best game for women. Um, and Man- in a whole tournament, I think Never. it was Whit- Whitney, Jamie, Regina, Manon. I think. Yeah, in that in yeah. that order. So, and and I mean like. And I mean, I, I I remember actually Regina like tearing up right next right next to me as we were like getting ready to uh, to bring. Uh, you teared Whitney. up as well. Really. Yeah, of course I did. We all did. We all we all we all teared up. I mean, Manon especially, you know, because she was part of that whole deal. Yet she didn't do enough. Yeah. She she did she would have done enough with that score to win most tournaments. Uh, yeah, I who would have thought me, with one at forty one you yeah. were going to get? I remember her telling me that she was like so overwhelmed because she was so happy to have run like ten seventy five in the tournament and that so many girls ran it as well and she was like really happy but at the same time oh with half at forty one off ten to five I got fourth which yeah, is like a huge score but like well, oh that, that's, that's scary a, that's scary if you do half at forty one and you get fourth. Okay, let's not neglect the jump event because that I mean, I mean that competition uh, was the one of one of the few times the season we got to see the pros jump in, and we saw Jack Critchley and Emilia Ritter survived. So that's good. Yes, day. yes, absolutely. <laughs> and and you can see the sense of relief upon his face was actually very, very powerful. He was nervous before jumping, which I obviously everyone would have. After yeah, the but crash you know, Emil. Year. I mean, I don't know him too much, but I know that after that crash of last year, Malibu Open, 
Um, I know he put a lot of work into it. I know he worked a lot with Jay Bennett, Ed Bennett, and um, he just wanted to make sure there was going to be like a safe jumper in the future, still jumping far, still jumping his best. And uh, we actually saw it at Malibu this year. He jumped great. He was super safe. And um, you see, he, he wanted to change a lot of his technique, and he did. He managed. All right, then. Who took the win here and jumped Jack? Uh, Jack, Jack Richley yes. and the return of Jacinta Carroll. Yeah. And the return of Jacinta, exactly. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. And After I mean, all this time in Australia, she was able to make her way over to the U.S., and, uh, that must have not been easy on her end either. No, no, because I mean, for about two months prior to, uh, I mean, for at least two months, she wasn't able to ski because yeah, by law you weren't down. able yeah, to yeah, ski, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, in Australia. You so, know? And she skied, she skied Malibu, then she skied Wales, then she skied the Mastercraft Pro, and then she went home and she was still in quarantine until like five days ago. Imagine. Yeah, I think it was two weeks I think in the hotel. A two weeks quarantine in a hotel room. All right, then. So we dealt with the Malibu. We've got, what is it, three more events to go in the, the final part of this, uh, this podcast dun, as, dun, dun. as a review of the season that is 2021. Uh, we'll return with Alice, Vincent, and myself very, very soon. This is the TWBC podcast, and we'll be back in the next episode.